Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. I'm sorry, I can't resist. This like to dislike ratio? Ben Shapiro reviews The Batman? Yeah, I have to. How could I not? Um, I saw him on Twitter saying it was like woke or something. I have to. I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to. How can I resist? If you want to avoid spoilers, you can come back. You can come back when this is done. Good luck. I love you. It was kind of woke, I love it. For anyone who's interested in my thoughts on the Batman, uh, I posted a video to my second channel where I talked about the things I didn't like about it. I made that video because I liked the movie. Uh, when I like a movie, I generally find it more interesting to talk about the issues I had with it than the things I liked, uh, because I liked most of it. It would have been kind of an unfocused uh, endorsement of the things that I enjoyed. But I talked about the things that I didn't like, and now Ben Shapiro is going to talk about the things that he didn't like. Man, my review of that is coming up in just one moment. This video is sponsored by Ring. Hey, right off the bat? Whoa! So last night I went and saw The Batman, went and saw it with my wife. It is one million hours long. Ah, and true. it's one of those movies where I started off and I was like, okay. And then I got a little further in. I was like, uh, all right. And then I got to the end. I was like, meh. And then the more I thought about it, the angrier I became. Somebody on Twitter, somebody on Twitter said Ben Shapiro after his first sexual experience in, in response to this. And I thought it was very funny. And so you're about and then I got a little further in. I was like, uh, all right. And then I got to the end. I was like, meh. And then the more I thought about it, there you the go. angrier I became. <laughs> and so you're about to hear right. a lot of hot takes on the Batman because I hate this movie. <laughs> okay, first of all, I'm just going to tell you right up front, spoilers. Spoilers are plenty here. So if you haven't seen the- I got to say, Ben Shapiro's shift over the past few years to be like appealing to 14-year-olds has probably been a pretty effective business decision because he looks like one anyway. Um, but it does make his content harder to watch as a 28-year-old. Oh, thank you. The film yet, and you want to see the film, and you don't want to be spoiled, I'm warning you. You've been warned. All right, this is Detective Batman. So if the original Michael Keaton Batman was sort of crime-fighting Batman, and the don't Christopher Nolan Batman was city-saving Batman. Don't you? This Batman is supposed to be Detective Batman, and this has Ooh. a long history in the Ooh. Batman comics. Some of the best Batman comics, particularly my favorite, The Long Halloween, is rooted in the idea of Batman not just as Cape Crusader, but as a, a great detective, smarter than everybody else, capable of picking up on clues, investigating and tracking down crimes. I think that's true. Um, they normally play that up in the animated Batman stuff as well, like the... Um the Warner Brothers animation, and then later the um, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And um, I feel like that's always been the most interesting thing. Like, if Batman's main thing is that he's good at fighting, like, isn't he? He's objectively worse than, like, everyone else, right? Because <laughs> he does have powers. So, um, yeah, if, if, if we're going to go with something special about him, I always thought it was that he was super smart and could do detective stuff and plan and find out weaknesses. Wasn't, wasn't that one of the major arcs in the comics? It was, I forget what it was called, but basically it was the Justice League realizing he had, like, a kill switch for every one of them. Um, that uh, that the, the, he had some, like, plan 
What, what was that called? Um, the Tower of Babel, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one being being pretty good, I think. Yeah. I'm going to start with what's right with the film because it's going to be real short. So what's right with the uh -huh. film is that it looks great. It is a huh. film noirish take on Gotham City. It almost feels kind of like retro taxi driver Gotham City. So everything is very dirty. It's all taking place at night. I get that. It's shot in kind of grayscale at, at times. It's got a lot of warm oranges and reds, but against a very dark black. So it's a lot of muttered dialogue. It, it feels as though it's taking place in the same city as Joker is taking place. So if you saw Joker, Todd Phillips' Joker, which looks like 1970s New York, it feels almost like the, the other half of that, but it seems more like the take on... I don't know if I agree with that at all. I think they had totally different aesthetics. They were just both grungy. Yeah, okay. What future New York would look like if you were living in New York in 1970. That's, that's sort of a, a good way of putting it. The music to the film is okay. I think that Michael Giacchino tends to be a little bit derivative in how he does the scores to the films. I don't this know one, anything about music. He basically takes the music that Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard wrote for Batman Begins in the Nolan trilogy, which the theme goes, da-da, and here he just inverts it. So instead of da-da, it's da-da. Okay, fine. So it's a little bit derivative. Isn't he supposed to be a music guy? This seems like the kind of take that I would hear from a guy who's not a music guy. I, I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, wow, this is exactly how I would make this criticism, knowing nothing. <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I just feel like as a, as a guy who, who, who theoretically knows about music, Ben Shapiro should be able to deliver to me. I, I don't know. It's, maybe I'm wrong here. It's just, look, yeah, I, I don't know. But the score is totally fine. The acting is okay, as we'll find out in a second. They give Robert Pattinson nothing to do as Batman. Nothing to do as Batman. I didn't think that Zoe Kravitz had any sort of chemistry with Robert Pattinson. So she's fine. She's kind of flirty. Me, I didn't see anything particularly wrong. Hard disagree. First of all, Robert Pattinson played his character perfectly. He's supposed to be an angsty edgelord. They finally played up the angsty edgelord. I really hated how in the... Um, the Christopher Nolan trilogy, the, um, the, uh, uh, I said Patrick Bateman Batman, Jesus, the, um, oh my God, all I have is Patrick Bateman. Oh my God, what's his name? Oh my God. It's like he's become that guy from the memes. Oh no. Bale. Christian Bale. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, listen, they're both like wealthy New York City guys. Okay. Anyway, um, Christian Bale. Uh, wait. Did Ben Shapiro say Gotham is supposed to be an XP of New York City? Isn't that Metropolis? I thought Gotham was supposed to be like a like a Rust Belt city. Like I assumed it was like Chicago or Detroit. That was the vibe I always got. Yeah. No New York. I I always is based on New York City. Okay. No. Whatever. Okay. I always thought like Metropolis was New York, and Gotham was like Chicago or whatever. I don't know. Okay, look, whatever. Anyway, I think that Robert Pattinson played the character perfectly because I was always bothered by how Christian Bale played him as like perfect in every way. Like, of course he's 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 you know, he's Bruce Wayne so he's like handsome and he's like, you know, uh uh everything, but like he's so charismatic when he's out as 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 Bruce Wayne, but like anybody anybody who is the Batman is not going to be like normal, right? Like, in the animated series, Batman, when he was in Bruce Wayne, always came off like a robot, you know? Uh, like, he was he was friendly, but, like, in a very stiff and unemotive way, which I thought was great. Because, it's like, there's no fucking way the Batman 
is like a normal guy when he's when he's not wearing his costume. There's no shot. So I think Christian Bale played that perfectly. And I thought the dynamic between him and Catwoman was fantastic because Catwoman was so fucking horny and he was and all he thinks about is vengeance. And it's very funny. It's very Sigma. There's nothing funnier than having a very hot woman and a very hot man and the woman being very into him and him just not picking up or caring at all. It's very funny. It'll always be funny. It reminds me of those um, Bale comics. You know the, the comic artist on Twitter who will draw like orcs and elves and the elves are super horny and the orcs are just annoyed by how, by how horny the elves are? Does anyone have like a like an example? Like, like a, uh, yeah, Bale buddy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Wait, let me just, let me just find one. It's all, it's all got like this vibe. Wrong with her performance. I just didn't see a lot right with her performance. You have John Turturro showing up as Carmine Falcone and he is John Turturro. So he's okay. He's somewhat menacing. The best performance in the film is Colin Farrell playing the penguin. You literally yes. Colin Farrell in this makeup. There's yes. no way that you can see Colin nope. Farrell here. Stop. The whole movie, I'm staring Stop. at him going, that's not Colin. It, it is Colin Farrell. It's the best performance in the movie. Paul Dano gives a good performance in the film, although he's sort of playing the Joker a little bit. Always uh, playing more wide-eyed as, as Paul Dano is apt stop, to do. The main stop. character of the film is the Riddler. And herein lies the main problem with the film. The biggest problem with the film is that the film hates Batman. Okay. Like the actual Batman character hates the Batman character. And this drives me up an absolute wall. The biggest problem with the film is not the wokeness. Yes, there's some woke touches. You have Catwoman who is a woman of color, who is, of course, good, and you have the black female mayor who is- Okay, hold on. Let me unpack that in a second. Hold on. Just a moment. First of all, I just want to say, purely from an artistic standpoint, that a piece of media in which the media is critical of the main character and of, the, of everything the main character represents is not bad. Actually, some of the best art ever produced has been critical. Breaking Bad is a character study where arguably the worst person is the main... Okay, whatever. Let, let me just rewind that. I was getting ready to pause, and then he just hit us with a truck. Up an absolute wall. The biggest problem with the film is not the wokeness. Yes, there's some woke touches. You have Catwoman, who is a woman of color, who is, of course, good. And you have the black female mayor, who is good. And you have the black Jim Gordon, who, who is good. Every white... Okay, I do appreciate the lack of subterfuge here, where we're just admitting that wokeness, which is which they're explicitly against, is when people are black. Like just just nothing else. Like explicitly that. First of all, almost every portrayal that I've ever seen of Catwoman has had her be a woman. I can't believe it's like they made Catwoman a woman. Yeah. Um, and Selena Kyle, I like always see with brown skin. I don't even know what her ethnicity is supposed to be. I just always see her with brown skin. I, I, I don't, I don't really know. Um, they had a, a, a politician who is, who's a black lady who has no, I don't, I don't think she's like an established lore character, the, the, the candidate who was running. So they just had a black woman. And then they had Gordon be black, but Gordon's been played in like a bunch of different ways. So I don't know. You have the black female mayor who is good and you have the black Jim Gordon who, who is good. Every Okay, I'm sorry. Jim Gordon just needs to be like a gruff old guy with a mustache and glasses. That's it. Apart from that, I genuinely don't care. He just needs to be a gruff but kind-hearted old guy with glasses and a mustache. That's it. That is, that's the only thing 
that that he that Gordon is. That's the only thing that Gordon is. Okay, I, I nothing else matters. Gordon, who who is good. Every white character is apparently bad. Like all of them. Fine, whatever. I don't really care about that. That's fine. You have Catwoman. He cares about that. Also, not every white character is bad. Basically, like every character in the movie is bad. Like there are people of color in the people who are bad, and yeah, he he cares a lot. Look. Ben, here's the issue, okay? The main bad guys in this story were A, mobsters, B, the political elite of Gotham, and C, alt-right internet guys, okay? And all three of those groups are generally white people. If you if you have a problem with that, like it's like does he does he want them to like diversify like ah yes the 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 alt-right insurgents are very often full of people of color it, it's like that if because the line these guys always take is don't force diversity where it's not warranted but that's kind of what he's implying he wants i okay just whatever say stuff about white privileged elites and and she makes a suggestion that bruce wayne is a child when his parents were killed he doesn't really have a right to be super upset about that because of course he was very very rich that that doesn't kind of rings hollow. You know, a lot of these lines. What? They were. I think it's pretty worthwhile to point out that when Bruce Wayne was orphaned, he was immediately taken in by and cared for by like the butler, and he was a billionaire. And when other people are orphaned, they went to the orphanage of Gotham, which was like rotting and dilapidated and full of like drug users. At this point, I it seems. I don't know. It seems like there's something worth commenting on there. Like there's some something there. I don't I don't know. Like throwaways for for film lefty Twitter. But the main theme is not a throwaway. The main theme is what matters here. The film despises Batman. So every Batman iteration has to explain why a man who is a billionaire would dress up like a bat and go around beating up criminals. It's not answered. And the director doesn't know. And the writer doesn't know. And this is the problem. So in the Nolan Because he's a traumatized child compensating for his trauma by trying to enact vengeance against the people that he... Wait, he li it's his first speaking line. The first thing he says in the movie is the answer. I am vengeance. That's the specific answer. It's a cringy line delivered by a person who's obviously emotionally broken. When I heard him say that, my immediate thought was, oh God, is this where it's going? And then when the movie continued, I realized, no, that's where he's gone. Yeah, the difference here is Ben doesn't like that answer. because He, he doesn't like the introspective answer. Films, to take the contrast, the question as to why Batman does this is because if Batman does not actually intimidate the criminal underworld because the city is so corrupt. No one else will do it, and money isn't going to solve the problem. And so he needs to create a theatrical kind of fear in order to dissuade the criminal underworld from participating. And then, as it turns out, he also has to save the city itself and demonstrate his faith in the city by becoming a symbol. Here, you don't really know why Batman is doing what he's doing. It's never explained. He's very wealthy. What? what? He, you, you do, it's just not a good reason. The point is that he's not fixing anything. That's the point. The point is that he, this is, wait, this isn't just metatextual. This is the text of the film. The film literally ends with a, with, with a montage over which he's narrating how before he thought he could help the city by doing X, 
but now he realizes he has to do why. He's not just missing out on subtext here. This is the explicit text of the film. Yeah, he said that he was trying to inspire fear, but now he wants to inspire hope. He doesn't apparently do anything with his wealth. He doesn't try to give charity. He doesn't try. I mean, this actually made a plot point. He's a bad uh -huh. man. He's white. He's a bad white man who doesn't. Ben. Ben. Are you having a victim complex? Who doesn't actually give charity. He's not involved. And he's not playing that as a role. Again, this is part of the problem, is that Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same character. So if you, I, I keep using the Nolan comparison as because it is the gold standard for all superhero movies, not just Batman movies. So when, when you look at Nolan's Batman, Bruce Wayne is the character that Batman is playing. Okay, Bruce Wayne is not real. Batman is real. Batman is who Bruce Wayne really is. And so he has to play a fop. In Batman Begins, he's squaring around ladies in his Lamborghini, and he's buying hotels, and he's doing all of this just to cover up for the fact that he is Batman. So you get very separate Batman and Bruce Wayne. You get the same thing, actually, with Michael Keaton. Batman and Bruce Wayne are two different characters. Here, Batman and Bruce Wayne are the exact same character. There are points where Bruce Wayne is walking around. He's got the same dour... Okay. Yeah. The idea is that some sort of brooding lunatic who goes out instead of using his billions to help the, the city, but just physically fights people in some kind of mechanized armor suit, might be a bit weird. So the problem here, the ultimate problem here, is that Ben Shapiro dislikes the ideology of the film. And the ideology of the film is that Batman's self-centered, egotistical rampage against crime uh, through his Batman persona, rather than through his wealth and his actual power, is nothing more than a power trip he engages in to beat up low-level thugs while he ignores the actual powerful people in the city. Remember? He had been Batman for two years. He's like the world's greatest detective. He had been Batman for two years, and Batman was just blindsided by this whole Falcone conspiracy theory. If you guys have actually seen the movie, like, like, he, he spent two years beating, like, random people it, uh, below the poverty line up in his mechanized infinity armor suit. And then he realizes, oh, there are systemic problems being conducted by, like, powerful criminals that I know nothing about. Oh my god. Like, he had no idea. The point here is that he's broken. He's wrong. His approach towards this is incorrect. It doesn't work. And, the pro and, and, and Ben Shapiro is looking at this and thinking because he thinks his ideology is unchallengeable, he looks at this and thinks of this as a failing on the movie's part rather than a criticism of Ben Shapiro's ideology. Because the last thing that Ben Shapiro wants normalized is the idea that ultra-wealthy people have a moral obligation to help their societies through the wealth they possess. What Ben Shapiro wants is, a, is, a world, is an ideology in which the poor and the criminal are degenerates who are inherently bad, who just need to be beaten up by, like, a, essentially a tyrant in, like, an armor suit, and that'll fix social problems. Ben Shapiro's ideology is criticized in this film, and he thinks that's the film's fault instead of his. This would... Okay, to be a little bit more spicy about it, this would be like a Nazi watching a film in which, like, fascists lose, and then it, he would go like, this doesn't make any sense. They didn't win at the end. Like, this, this would be like a Nazi watching, like, um, Inglorious Bastards at the, and at the end going like, I don't get it. What was the payoff? This doesn't make any sense at all.
wait, why did why did the bear Jew not perish in his fight against the against the Aryans? Like what? Like that? It's so blind. <laughs> it's so like like a like a fascist watching Star Wars and being confused why Luke didn't turn at the end. It's just like it's so revealing of their mentality. Expression, same glazed look, same kind of emo thing going on as Batman does the entire movie. And so there's no dichotomy. Alrighty, folks. Well, I may not have loved the Batman, but here's the thing. Nope. Need with available as nope. my family relies on nope. Tom Ford's film. He is Batman. Has only been Batman for a couple of years, so he's not really good at Batmaning yet. And he is tracking down criminals, and he gets drawn into a plot by the Riddler. The Riddler is giving clues so that Batman can track down all the way through the system of Gotham. This citywide corruption no, that apparently is going to bring down the entire superstructure of faith in the city. Meanwhile, you have Catwoman, who's Selena Kyle, played by Zoe Kravitz. And Zoe Kravitz is similarly engaged in an attempt to commit a robbery against one of these underworld figures, but she's drawn into Batman's orbit by a murder that both of them are investigating ah. at, at the same time, the murder of her roommate, maybe, maybe something more going on there. The Riddler is the main villain of the movie. You see the Penguin a fair bit. Carmen Falcone is, is one of the big characters in the movie. You get a little bit of Alfred. Of course, you get Jim Gordon, whose main job in this film is apparently just to say Jesus over and over again. She was saving her friend. Actually, I don't remember. Was she planning the robbery before? She was planning the robbery before, right? She lost her friend while planning the robbery, but that was like a long time thing, right? Because she had already she already had the Catwoman persona. Yeah, okay. So she she lost she lost her friend uh, while getting in like 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 deeper, essentially to 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 um. The robbery was to get her friend's passport back. Okay, that was. That was the robbery of the house. What about the robbery of the car that was later in the movie? Was that being planned too? Or was that revenge for the friend missing? Because she only realized her friend was dead. Yeah, the money was planned. So she, okay. She only realized her friend was dead when she tried to go for the money. I think she was planning both of them. She wanted to rob the passport and she wanted to rob the, the, the car for the money. I think it's safe to assume Catwoman had been doing robberies for a while up until that point because she already had, like, all the Catwoman powers and, like, the outfit, right? Like, she already had the, like, the, the getup. Like, I, I doubt that was, I, I doubt that was just done to rob a passport and one car, right? Like, she, she's probably, yeah, been doing cat burglary for a while. Christ is Coulson. Whenever something bad happens, he just goes, Jesus. And that happens like six times. Like Jim Gordon does nothing except for basically stop Batman from getting arrested a lot. That's, that's pretty much all he does. He's a bad detective. He doesn't do anything. The plot is that all these people get killed. Wait, what? He does a ton. He's a pretty stoic character, but he's a really... Wait, so first of all, he covers for Batman constantly, which is the main thing that Gordon does. He's like his inside man in the Gotham City Police Department. Additionally, he was present for a, for a, good, for a significant part of the investigation. They, uh, 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 they interrogated um, that criminal that Catwoman had dangling over the building together. Um, he was present at the, um, at the orphanage. Uh, they did investigation together. They went to the car together. It was because of his investigation on his laptop that the email was sent out to journalists. They, uh, I, okay, personally, I really liked this Gordon. Do you guys agree? I thought this was a good Jim Gordon, you know? I thought he really sold the, the like, the image of, like, the tired, like, he, he feels like a beat cop, even though he's, he's obviously not at that rank. And he gets in a lot of shit covering for Batman, which is ultimately a good thing you know, for the investigation, but he has to, like, play it chill. I, I, I don't know. I, I think he did a good job there. 
killed. Batman uncovers it. He realizes that his dad was corrupt also, or that his dad engaged in corruption with Carmine Falcone. Finally, we get to the end. Paul Dano does the, it's such a ripoff of Seven. He gives himself up. He doesn't get captured by Batman. Batman does not prevent a single one of these deaths. Batman, in fact, is complicit in one of the deaths by accident. And he doesn't actually capture the Riddler because he's clever. The Riddler gives himself up by sitting at a diner and getting arrested. Then he... Okay, I don't think... I don't think the villain giving themselves up is a ripoff of Seven. Okay. Unleashes a bombing of Gotham that essentially causes the flooding of the city. And Batman goes to the Madison Square Garden where a mayoral event is now being held for the brand new mayor who is an uplifting black female who has no other story or back. See, this is very fucking weird. People like Ben Shapiro are always trying to convince me, listen, we're not racist. We're just against wokeness. This is incredibly weird. Like, does, th does this not sound like it would be, this sounds to me like it would be perfectly in line with like something Nick Fuentes would say. Like, this is exactly what Nick Fuentes would say during an interview, or not an interview, uh, a review of, um, of the Batman. He would go like this, and this enterprising, upstanding, black female. Like, he would do the exact same thing. Like, Ben, I thought Republicans were supposed to be race blind. What are you doing? You can't simultaneously complain about, like, wokeness forcing people of color in, but anytime you see a black person you're, do something good or a white person do something bad, you, like, freak out over it. The, the funny thing is, is that he's actually the caricature of what he says progressives are, because Ben Shapiro says that, that lefties will freak out if we ever see a white person do good or a black person do bad, but not really i mean obviously if there's like hard coded weird racial stereotypes then there's something to criticize there but that doesn't happen every time but on the contrary ben shapiro will literally call out every time people of color do good or white people do bad every time he talks about media that warrants attention every single time Unbelievable projection. Story, so she's really uninteresting. It starts to flood, and up on top, in the wings, are a bunch of Paul Dano's followers, are a bunch of the Riddler's followers who are all dressed like the Riddler, and they are shooting down into the crowd to try and kill members of the elite in Gotham City. And so Batman goes up there, and he's beating people up. There comes a point where he's beating this guy, and he's really, like, maybe beating him almost to death. And he stops, and they take off that guy's mask. And they say, who are you? And the guy says, I am vengeance. Okay, now this is the theme throughout the film. Ooh, the theme. Okay, so in order to explain why this is a problem, you have to now understand the character of the Riddler. So it says right at the beginning of the movie, who is Batman? I'm vengeance, right? He's just on the streets and he's beating people up. I'm vengeance. And then people keep calling him Mr. Vengeance for no apparent reason. Like we don't know why they're calling him that because he never actually publicly says he's vengeance. It's in his creepy diary, which again is supposed to be a mirror image. Of I assume he's said it multiple times. I assume he's often asked who he is, and he says it. The fact that the Riddler also keeps a Zodiac Killer-style diary. So they're supposed to be two halves of the same whole. Batman is beating up this follower of the Riddlers. He takes off his mask, and the guy says, I'm vengeance. And suddenly Batman sees. Suddenly Batman realizes he can't be vengeance. That's not what he's meant to do. He's betrayed his mission. And so he then descends on... No... He doesn't, re he doesn't think he's betrayed his mission. He thinks that his mission is bad. There's a difference there. He, that is his mission. The point there is that his mission is the thing that he's now trying to stop other people from doing. His mission has been vengeance, and that mission is a bad mission. That's not him betraying some initial mission. 
on an electrified cable because he's trying to stop people from being electrocuted by this flying electrical wire. And he cuts off the cable. He's holding onto it. He falls down into the water. A rebaptism. He gets up. And then he proceeds to lead a bunch of people who are not really trapped, but kind of trapped, I suppose. And he leads them to, I guess, a safer place by carrying a torch. And then he goes up to the top of Madison Square Garden and he is helping people be airlifted and evac'd out, medevaced out. And this is how he has learned fulfillment. Okay. I did criticize elements of this in the video that I have on my other channel, but I will say I'm pretty sure that was the first time we saw in the movie Batman do a selfless act to save other people. Up to that point, everything that he had done had been about pursuing and fighting criminals and about tracking down criminals. Like, like that's it. Like, that's everything that he'd done. And that was the first time he took a risk to himself to save other people. Even in the beginning, the very first thing we see Batman doing is beating up a bunch of, like, thugs on a subway who were going to, like, beat the shit out of some random guy. Like, there was some innocent guy who was there. Um, and Batman stops them. But the impression that I got from that scene is that Batman was only there to beat up the thugs, not to save the guy, you know? Like, Batman doesn't care for or comfort the guy. He doesn't, like, do anything to help or, like, assist him in any way. Even, like, a... Not even, like, a word of comfort, really. Um, it seems like he's really just hyped for the fight. And just having acceptable targets to direct that antagonism towards is what he's hyped about, you know? Like, so him diving to go, like, save a bunch of people who are, like, trapped and drowning and stuff or whatever, like, that to me seems like a, a, a pretty strong way of indicating his priorities are changing. So yeah, yeah, the person he was saving was terrified of him. What is this movie about? This movie is about how fighting criminality does not actually help innocent people. He says this at the very beginning. He says, I'm not sure I'm doing any good. I'm not sure I'm doing any by fighting the criminals, crime is still up. It turns out that Batman has to stop being Batman. Batman has been missing it the whole time. What Batman really has to be is Superman. Batman needs to go into areas like Madison Square Garden and not fight the criminals. He needs to go and lead people with a torch to a slightly safer area. He needs to help medevac people on the top of the, he needs to build habitat for humanity. He needs to- Okay. So first of all, the point here is that what he was doing which was indiscriminately attacking just random criminals is not sufficient to improve the city that he lives in. And this is true. You guys can do it yourself, okay? Break the law, one of you. Buy a gun, walk around Detroit, and find criminals and shoot them. See if that has any effect. Don't do this. This is a joke. Don't actually do this. See if this has any positive effect on the crime rates in the city. You will find, and this is shocking, I know, you will find that they go up! Can you guess why? <laughs> if you think about it for like a quarter of a second, obviously crime is not going to go down because, because a vigilante is running around beating the shit out of people who aren't food stamps <laughs> because the, like on a subway obviously the whole point of the movie is that all of these problems were caused by corruption from uh, uh from the top down that the mob and the government of the city worked together to siphon off humanitarian like like donations essentially and used them to enrich themselves and allowed the city to to starve out and die that's explicitly the point corruption and top level uh, 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 political problems are what 
creates these situations. So the idea here isn't that he has to stop being Batman. The idea here is that he has to direct his antagonism better. In this respect, the Riddler was correct. Batman should have been going after people like Falcone since the beginning. Don't you guys agree? What is Batman doing? On a subway beating up random people? He should, he should have been going after the mob. He should have been using his detective skills. What is What are his detective skills going towards? Beating up dudes on the subway. What is he detecting there? Like, like, he's, he's like smelling these guys' breath after he knocks them out and determining they had like a hoagie for lunch. Like, what, what, what is your work going towards there? Investigate. Go after powerful people. That's the point. But this I am vengeance thing doesn't work because uh, his vengeance, that's a feeling. That's his personal feeling, you know? That feeling was directing him to just beat up like random thugs on the subway. He doesn't need vengeance. He needs a, a broader strategy for fixing the city. He needs to go after these people. He needs to go after powerful people. Batman needs to go after powerful people, and Bruce Wayne does as well. That's the lesson. Not that Batman isn't worthwhile, but that he has been misdirecting his gifts and his assets. But Ben Shapiro misses this completely. Bruce Wayne should be an investigative journalist. Unironically, I always felt like the biggest waste of Superman as a character is that Clark Kent never does any journalism, ever. He basically just writes about the stuff that Superman does because he's there, you know? But, like, I feel like investigative journalist Superman where, you know, like, he uses the Superman powers against the supervillains and the investigative journalism assisted by his Superman powers to investigate corruption that he can't just stop by punching down walls. I think that's good. That's a good bit right there. He joined Jimmy Carter and built houses for homeless people. That's what Batman needs to be doing. This really is a sort of attack on the idea that fighting crime helps innocent people. It's an almost defund the police attitude toward what crime is. Yeah, it's almost that like just randomly beating up like just low level criminals doesn't actually fix anything. If you can. What? Oh, it's oh, it's almost like this movie is criticizing Ben's ideology and he's very, very confused by it. And it's an attack on the basic idea that individuals are capable of doing justice by finding bad guys and fighting them. What? Wait, 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 wait. No, the lesson here explicitly was that individuals can do justice by fighting against corruption at the top, by going after the mob and the government. That was explicitly the, the moral good that he did. They were championing it at the end. Instead, apparently, individuals are only capable of doing nice things by helping little old ladies cross the street. It's this sort of mentality that has led to New York turning into Gotham City in the last couple of years, by the way. Okay. Okay. He's just making shit up, of course. That's a fundamental betrayal of what Batman is. What makes Batman different from the Riddler and than any of these other criminals is these criminals target innocent people and Batman targets criminals. That's the basis of the character. The entire basis of the character is the cops are bad at targeting criminals because they're corrupt. Batman is good at targeting criminals because he's smart and because he's rich and because he's incorruptible. Which criminals? That's the question. Which criminals? Ben can't answer this because Ben is explicitly pro-oligarch and pro-like city corruption. This city corruption, keep in mind, was brought about primarily, you know, through um, uh, uh, a lack of transparency, um, 
through business interests. The billion that was carved up by the mob and by the city government literally came from an oligarch, you know? The, ben Shapiro doesn't want you questioning power. That's the main thing. Um, so he, he, he cannot recognize the point here. He simply cannot. That's the entire basis of Batman. And they take all that and they flip it on its head because they don't like Batman. And this is why I have real problems with the movie. It's, I, I kind of hate the movie. Like, the more I think about it, the more <laughs> I get angry at it. Because they take the fundamental idea mad. of what Batman is supposed to be. The protector of the innocent who targets the criminal. And they say that if he targets the criminal, this makes him no different than criminals. Because Paul Dano, who's the Riddler, is also targeting criminals. All Up until the end. Um, I would agree with that if it weren't for the fact that the film explicitly spelled out the fact that it wasn't targeting the criminals that was the problem. It was the attitude he took and the reason why he was doing it. If your only guiding policy for targeting criminals is vengeance, how the fuck are you doing any good? Like, what, you're just going to go after any random person you're, like, mad at? Like, that doesn't solve any problem. You have to be targeted about it. You have to be intelligent about it. Hold on. Pardon me. Hello, my fat boy. Did you did you have fun eating cherry blossoms and not getting cyanide poisoning? Ooh, he's happy. All the way up until the very end, when they have to just sort of add on this attack on Madison Square Garden and New York Broad Writ for no reason. He has no motivation for blowing up a bunch of trucks and flooding downtown. Like, none. He doesn't explain why he does it. He doesn't explain what the purpose of it is. All the way along, he's been saying, I'm exposing the true face of Gotham. Okay, that's a, that's a rationale. But what does that have to do with blowing up the city? They add that on just so that they can create a false distinction between Batman and the Riddler. I completely agree with this 100%. He is literally fully correct here. The, 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 all of the Riddler's attacks had a distinct political pattern and theme behind them up until this point, and then at the end, randomly mass death. And it did feel like it was a cop-out, because if they hadn't done that, they would have had some delightful moral ambiguity, in that there genuinely would have been very little difference between Batman and the Riddler, apart from methods and a few casualties. Which, given the size and scope of the problems that we're dealing with here, like the, the loss of this entire city, uh, is relatively minor compared to like what the stakes are, you know? I think that would have been good. So that Batman can change his mission. So now Batman's mission is not beating up bad guys and stopping bad guys. Now Batman's mission is to be a firefighter. He's no longer a detective or a police officer. He's a firefighter. That's a betrayal. This, and he went back into stupid territory again. The issue is that vengeance was a bad... <sighs> vengeance was a bad... Um, a uh, 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 method for determining who to go after because it led the Riddler down a bad path, um, which was initially halfway morally justifiable, but then went down the direction that it did, you know? Like, Batman had to change not the idea of going after people, uh, just whatever. And it's a real problem. And that's my biggest issue with the film. It just feels like such a sellout. It feels like such a sellout of, of what Batman is supposed to be. Again, it's got a little bit of woke politics, but that's really not the problem. The problem is, the broader woke orientation of the film. If the Nolan Batman was about the idea that you help innocent people by fighting criminality and provide an inspiration to people to fight criminality, if that's the idea of Batman, which it is, that's completely thrown on its head. I like how is he just deciding what the what the what the point of Batman is? 
isn't the whole point of putting hundreds of millions of dollars into a movie is that you kind of get to decide the point of your movie? Isn't that the point? It's a commentary on Batman as a character. It's not like it's not like this movie, the Batman, is missing the point. It's not. There's no way the Batman could be what it is without them being fully aware of what Batman has been throughout like pop culture history. And here, Matt Reeves, who's credited as both a director and a writer on the film, he does not like Batman, and I can't get over this. How do you give $150 million to a dude to make a movie about Batman when he clearly does not like Batman, when he thinks that Batman is bad, and that Batman has to be shown the error of his ways and learn to be a nicer human being? By, by the way, the very end of the movie, Catwoman, who at no point has actually demonstrated any sort of moral bona fides. Like, I'm not sure she does a moral thing in the entire movie. At the very end, she says to him, why don't you run away with me, and we'll go rob some hedge fund CEO. Holy shit. Sorry, I was just looking how, that, how it did. Because he's like bitching and moaning about it, but whew, okay, they're going to make their money back. This is from uh, four days ago, so this would have been, what, the first two weeks since release? Wow. That is impressive. Second biggest grossing straight reboot domestically behind Spider-Man Homecoming. Wow, coming close to a Marvel A Marvel property. That is crazy. I, I like the Batman. I did. And he doesn't say back to her, you know, that's bad to rob hedge fund CEOs. Instead, he's like, he thinks about it for a moment. He's like, she's like, no, you're already, you belong in. Whoa, Ben. I wonder why. And we'll go rob some hedge fund CEOs. And he doesn't say back to her, you know, that's bad to rob hedge fund CEOs. Instead, he's like, he thinks about it for a moment. He's like, she's like, no, you're already, you belong in Gotham. The generalized cheap left-wing sensibility is Wow, that's crazy. I wonder. <laughs> ben, you realize that Batman is a criminal, right? He is literally a vigilante who, in most adaptations of the character, is actively being hunted by the police. That, like, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't believe that Batman broke character here and didn't chastise Catwoman against committing a crime, which he would never do, against oligarchs, which he spent this entire film fighting against and realizing are the real reasons there are problems in Gotham. Damn, I don't... Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. I can't believe that he that he wouldn't be super outraged by that after everything that had happened. Uh, hey, you know what I just realized? Why is it that in a lot of Batman media, Batman is being pursued by the Gotham City Police Department, but not by the feds? I'm pretty sure that in any real-life situation, like, they would send FBI after Batman, not just, not just the Gotham police. That would make it pretty hard to keep his secret identity. Like, yeah. Batman versus FBI? I would read the fuck out of that. The FBI can't be Batman? Uh... Look, okay, I, you know what? I'm just saying I want to see it. What's the difference between the two, not in America? Between the Gotham City Police Department and... Well, I'm just going to assume by Gotham City Police Department, you mean any major, like, police precinct? Um, police departments have a lot of power. Uh, the FBI kind of has unlimited power if it wants to. That's the main difference, I guess. Like, the... The basic difference is that it's it's the it's the scale you can operate on, you know. A police department can be corrupt. They have a lot of money. The New York City Police Department gets 6 billion dollars every year, which would make it I think like the 15th strongest NATO member. Uh, that's not a joke by the way. Um uh our police departments make a um 
make an obscene like they like they have an incredible amount of people and equipment. The difference I think is like specialty equipment and transparency, you know. Most of the stuff that police departments have to do has to be kept like public. Not to say that it all is, but they have to run through relatively public sources. I think the FBI can just run and do whatever the fuck it wants. Like I'm not fully educated on the operational capabilities of the FBI, but I'm pretty sure they have, like, a ridiculous amount of power to deploy any people or equipment they want for any reason, even if it's illegal, because they have an un- like, a basically unparalleled- We having fun? Do we want to be? I love him. He's happy. I'll let him out in a minute. Is very silly with regard to with regard to Catwoman. If I have not made clear at this point, the movie's also eight hours long. It's like a Wagnerian ring cycle. This this film it just goes on and on and on. Every shot is composed in order to have people walk across rooms. Like Christopher Nolan would snap that cut right to the action. If you watch Dark Knight, there is no wasted motion in that film, and it's two and a half hours long. This is three hours. Of course, Ben Shapiro would be a fucking soy-chugging Marvel movie in, in, requiring... Oh, my God. I'm sorry we had a more somber tone. And I'm sorry we had pacing. There wasn't an explosion every three seconds. Jesus. Hours long and it feels like four. I never check my watch during movies, particularly not a Batman movie. And I checked my watch at least twice during this film. It's better than Marvel because everything's better than Marvel because Marvel doesn't take characters seriously and Marvel feels like cotton candy. This doesn't feel like cotton candy. It just feels like a fundamental betrayal of the character, which is just, it's, it's lazy writing. And more than that, it's, it's not nice to the audience. The audience wants to see Batman be Batman and be good at being Batman and know why he's being Batman. They don't want to see Batman learn the lesson that being Batman is bad. That defeats the purpose of going to a Batman film. Alrighty, so that- I, I love the intellectual uncuriosity here. Because, you know, Ben Shapiro likes to LARP as like an intellectual, but this is just, just a phenomenal inability to 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 grapple with the concept of art <laughs> fundamentally you know all right well that was about as stupid as i thought let the cat out okay the people in chat who are genuinely concerned for the cat have never owned a cat he is delighted you know i uh i i i, I went to use the the restroom a couple of days ago and i had the bin in here facing up because i was just moving stuff earlier you know um, and he actually managed to tip the bin over onto himself. Like he, he went into it and then stepped on a side and walked onto a side to flip it on that side and then knocked it over forward. Because when I came out, no one else had been in here and he was just in the box, basically right here as well. It flips. He's going to hop in. Do it. Yes. <laughs> okay.